Yo, what's really good? It's your main man, Sean Little from the No Catch-Up Podcast. Wanted to send a reminder. Make sure you rate and review No Catch-Up, available everywhere. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts, No Catch-Up is on there. Make sure you tell everyone it's the best sports podcast in the world. Drop that five-star review. Pass the links to the homies. Let everybody know. You know the deal. No Catch-Up, Sports Talk via Chicago. Lock in. No ketchup, no ketchup. What's really good, my people? Welcome into No Catch Up Sports Talk via Chicago. I'm your host, Sean Little. Big Nick the Quith with me as always. Yeah. NFL talk, man. It's NFL Week 1. This one of the craziest NFL Week 1s I can remember in years. So we're going to break down all the games. We're going to talk about all the storylines that we liked. We got LASIK Jameis. We got Kyler Murray going The boy nuts. can see. We got Jameis can see. So, you can know, he's going nuts now. Um... Aaron Rodgers put up a big, 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 big dud in week one against said Jameis Lasik and Jameis Winston. We'll talk about that. We got to talk about last night. Oakland Raiders, not Oakland Raiders, Las Vegas Raiders and the Baltimore Ravens. That's no, one of the crazy no, qui- no quit Derek Carr. No that quit Derek ridiculous. Carr. <laughs> Shout out D Carr. He was doing Man. his thing. So we got a lot to talk about, a lot of a lot of week one, and then we're gonna close it out with some picks, man. So uh stay locked with us. Big Nick the Quick, what's goody? What's the business? Week one. Week one in a book. This weekend. Man. First Sunday. Man, sure. it was crazy. So after Thursday's game, I was like, man, I don't care what else I got going on the next two days. And I had a lot going on. I was like, I just I need to get to Sunday in one piece. That's yeah. it. That's all. It was crazy, bro. Yeah. It was crazy, bro. It was crazy, though. Madness. 11-4, and the underdogs went against the spread, had eight outright wins. Which I'd like to to put that up against history. Like, how often is it that the dogs are coming out and killing on week one? Because it doesn't seem that crazy, but you never know. It doesn't seem crazy because no one... You don't know anything. People think they know. They don't really know shit, right? Last year doesn't only matters for a few teams. Like a lot of teams, you're turning over your roster in the NFL like crazy if you're if you're a bullshit squad. So right. The only the only bet I had on Sunday was I had the Browns and the Rams in a teaser, and then I had the Rams in another play. But the only thing I was sure about was the Rams. Yeah. Everything sure. else, I was kind of like, I don't know. We're gonna see. Yeah. I, the only reason I looked at the Browns is because the line moved from. It was like at one point six and a half, I want to say, when it opened. Yeah. And then it went all the way down to four. So I was like, all right, I'll just tease it back up and I'll rock with that. But um, Damn, so it's a push, huh? For everybody no, 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 took no, it no, at the no. four. No, I, everybody I, took I, it at the four. For everybody I, took it at I the four. I teased it up to. Um, I teased it up to like eleven, I think. Oh, that's easy. Yeah, yeah. So I called it at five. I called it before it went to four. I called it at five. Teased it up to eleven. So it was that, free. Yeah, that was a fun game for sure. Yeah. So where do you want to start, big dog? We got so much to talk oh, about. Oh man. Uh let's where do you see. want to start? Obviously, we hit the Bears yesterday. If everybody missed that, man, go check that talk- out. We locked in. We're not gonna talk about those boys anymore. Man, let, let's start. We'll start with the with the trouble in with trouble in uh in Jacksonville, but not the Jacksonville Jaguars. Trouble for the Green Bay Packers and a good time for the New Orleans Saints and Jameis Winston and company, man. I think we should start there. Why not? Okay, yeah, let's because that that's got a lot of that's got a lot of interesting stuff to talk about for sure. Yeah, Jameis Winston allegedly was in a quarterback battle with a with Taysom Hill. <laughs> allegedly, disrespectful. It's completely disrespectful, and I and honestly, um, I'm upset at myself for not getting a little wager now and just showing support for my guy Jameis. Right, because I've been we've been on we've been Jameis supporters for a minute. Team Jameis for sure. Yeah, shout out my guy Salito and uh, my my guy Mikey in the in the comments. What's up, Mike? Um, yeah, man. So they've been disrespecting Jameis for quite a while now. He couldn't get a gig. Yo, he couldn't get a job. Right. Meanwhile, people are trading picks for Sam Darnold. Yes, all all types. People of are shit, giving right? Andy Dalton ten million dollars a year. People, but Jameis. Andy- 
Can't get a gig for two summers. Can't get a gig, right? Okay, so he goes down to New Orleans. Hey, and let me – I also want to commend him on this. He showed a lot of patience, like, yo, I'm going to go down to New Orleans where I know Sean Payton can coach. It's a good system and all that. And I'm going to wait for Drew to retire, and I'm going to get my chance. I'll take the little money y'all giving me. But he picked the spot over anything else. And we talked about that recently about guys, Eric Bieniemy. We were talking. We had like a little bit of an argument about that, but I hate to see guys just jump at anything so they get a chance instead of a long-term play that may be even more fun, a little less money, but more fun, more lucrative down the road. And I think that's what Jameis did. So I got to commend him for that, for going down to New Orleans, taking pretty much a year off. I don't know how many opportunities he had, but he he could have maybe got something else. But he took the little. I think he took like one point five mil. To go to New Orleans, he took his like vet minimum, yeah, yeah. So he took like one point, like like one in change to go to New Orleans. Now he's back, starting. He looked great through five tutties. Um, shout out LASIK Jameis, and that LASIK shit was a big deal. I remember we said it right away. I'm like, look, bro, if he's throwing thirty touchdowns and can't see, then you you get him, you get his eyes fixed. Those interceptions are gonna come down purely off of that, and uh, he'll be he'll be back rocking. Yeah, and clearly they believed in him, right? Like, obviously, they had Taysom Hill on the roster and all that, but it's not like they were – you didn't hear anything this summer about them going out looking for a quarterback. So, clearly, they they liked what they had in the training camp. I I don't know how much of – I want to know when that competition was actually over because I I, I know Sean Payton's a wild guy, but I don't think he's crazy enough to watch that for six weeks and be like, oh, yeah, well, Taysom Hill is still in this competition. So, maybe that was just to kind of keep Jameis on edge, keep him on top of his game. But clearly it paid off, man. We've talked about it for years. You don't throw 30 touchdowns and 5,000 yards in this league without talent. Period, point blank. I get it. I get the 30 picks. I completely understand that. I completely understand that that's unacceptable. A lot of those are awful. A lot of those are forced throws. But again, I've been watching quarterback play for 30-something years. The Bears have never had a 4,000-yard passer, let alone a 5,000-yard passer. So 5,000 yards to throw for 30 touchdowns. Obviously the talent's there. You saw him at Florida State. He just need to work some shit out. And what better place to do it than down in the bayou with Sean Payton, Drew Brees, <laughs> sit out for a year, come in this year, compete. And like you said, man, he bided his time, and now he honestly couldn't be in a better situation. Real like you're shit. with an offensive-minded head coach, right, who's going to play to your strengths. You're in a great city to play football in. You're with a good roster. You have a really good defense to play behind, too, something that he did not have in Tampa when he was there. So in my opinion, man, it's a perfect spot. Yeah, he lost that one year, but he could be in like a Cam Newton situation, right, where you go somewhere for a year, but they're instantly trying to replace you, and now you're out on the street. Instead, he took the situation, kind of went with the long view. Shout out to his agent and him for kind of seeing that vision. Shout out to the Saints organization for selling him on that. Because, uh, look, man, I get it, it's only one game, but I, I believed in this from the beginning. I thought the Saints were being slept on by people um, like Jameis was just going to come up here and just and be terrible because I, I just did not think that was the case. Yeah, I believe And lo and behold, man, a coach that a coach that helps their quarterback, man, go figure. <laughs> oh, they impact those dudes? Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Jameis Winston, 14 of 20, 148. He didn't throw for many yards, but he had five tutties. So – they smoked out Green Bay 38 to 3. Let's talk Dominated about the, them. Let's talk about the other side of the rock. Yeah. Green Bay came out flat. Like we talk about it. You talk about teams coming out flat, lifeless, lethargic, um, unengaged, whatever you want to call it. Green Bay came out that way from the very beginning. Like you could tell from early on this game was never going to go in Green Bay's way. Um, you got Rodgers throwing red zone picks. Never. You got Rodgers launching Hail Mary picks to nobody. Um, this this lifeless out there, a hundred percent, man. Like I, 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 and I'm not ready to panic like a lot of folks. You hear a lot of people saying, I was I was talking to some Packers fans who were saying, hey, Rodgers is just gonna mail it in this year. False. That's not gonna happen. I think it was a bad game. I think when you look at what they went through with the offseason, they never really had any continuity or anything like that, and they just came out and looked that way. I think at the end of the day, he's still Aaron Rodgers. They're gonna get it right, but we're gonna focus on that game. He looked absolutely terrible. I've never seen him come out and play a football game like that. Like he may have had bad games before, but I've never seen him come out and play a football game like that. And it obviously impacted the entire team because they just weren't ready to play at all. Does that that kind of reverb uh that kind of reverberates through the the rest of the squad when he just doesn't show up to shit? Yo, listen, bro. 
if we're being honest, not even Aaron Rodgers can just walk off the street fresh out, fresh off Hawaii and kicking it and shit to to NFL Sunday. And that's technically what he tried to do. Right. He was in training camp for a little bit, but you know he wasn't doing shit. This is his first real, real reps. And he got he got a little wake up call. Absolutely. So big time wake up call. I heard Acho on Fox yesterday talking about he does, he's not taking this shit seriously. That's that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, some Packers fans told me like he's mailing it in. I'm like, that's I don't I don't think that that's possible. Listen, this it, it is it is what it is. He does not fuck with y'all, the Packers yeah. organization. So he yo, he's on his uh He's on his James Harden right now. He's trying to get back in shape. He's gonna get this is this is James's first week in uh Houston right now. When he when he was like, yo, I don't want to be here. Get me out of here. Oh, y'all, y'all not gonna get me out of here? All right. Well, I've been partying for about six weeks. Right. So Living give, life. Me, give me two weeks, and then I'll be back to to putting up 49 and 8. Right. But give me a couple weeks, bro. And and you know what the doctor ordered? Green Bay is at home against who the fuck did they Detroit. Have? I think they got Detroit. Detroit no, next yeah. week on yeah. Monday night. Easy. Now let me tell you something. Aaron Rodgers is gonna be ready for that at home. They are gonna mash Detroit next week. Yeah. Detroit might put up some points, but I'm not worried about the Packers scoring and Aaron Rodgers looking a lot better. Yeah, you might see garbage time golf like you saw last uh, on Sunday, but I'm not. I'm not too worried about it. But let you me say this: worried about golf? Well, no, let's never been worried about Jerry golf. <laughs> <laughs> but let's flip this the other way. If they do lose to the Lions, where are you? Like at that point? Um, at that point? At that point? Is something fishy going on? I. You don't even have to worry about that. Yeah. You don't even have to worry about that. There is absolutely zero chance they lose on Monday night at home against the Detroit Lions. It's not happening. So is this a one-game thing, or as we look ahead even past the Lions game, are you concerned, like, no, overall? I mean, I, I, I'm not concerned about Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I'm just not. This is well, not going to happen. I think he's going to take a little time to get rolling. He he literally just tried to walk off the street and play a game, and the Saints are a good football team. A very good that's, football team. A very it, good defense. Yeah. yeah, so, like. It, and have been for a while. Yeah, like I know we think of Sean Payton and scoring a lot of points and all that. The Saints have been a defensive ball club for a couple of years now. For sure, it's kind of yeah. spooky that they did this outside of the Superdome too. Yeah, thirty-eight to three. Thirty-eight outside to three outside of the, of the dome outside in of Jacksonville. Dome. Yeah, like, it could have been. Re- it could have got hey. real spooky if they. Hey, let's dome. let's call it like we call it too. They've had their set of problems the last couple of weeks too. They've been displaced. These dudes aren't staying at the crib, or maybe they just got back to the crib in the last week or so. They've had to deal with the hurricane. They haven't been in their facility. They haven't been with their right. stuff. So they had to go out to Jacksonville and make that happen. It was a road game for the Packers regardless, so you were going to be outside of your element. But for for the Saints to come out and be prepared like that, and again, we talked about the 14-20 for Jameis and only 178 yards but five touchdowns. Like, he shredded them. He picked them apart. He picked and chose the spots. When he wasn't throwing, Kamara was doing his thing. They were constantly putting pressure on Rodgers, forcing them into bad decisions. It just looked uncharacteristic, and that's why – I'd probably go more towards like, yeah, it's going to go back to what we're used to seeing. There's no way he's going to look like this. It's not the new Aaron Rodgers. So I think people are overreacting on that. But definitely some pause for or level for concern, man. 38 to 3 can't can't happen. Yeah, I'm not even there yet. I think they just had a really bad game and Rodgers hasn't played a game in a minute and hasn't really hasn't really ain't ain't really up to snuff on his shit, but Fair enough. Night, they'll look better. Do you remember when when Rogers told y'all in the middle of the season, he's like, "Y'all are tripping." They were on like game eight. They were like three and four or some shit. He's like, "About the relax shit." Yeah, he's like, "Relax, bro. We yeah. we can go ahead and take care of this." And then he turned it up from there on out. And he honestly has been very good ever since then. So I'm not worried about Aaron, but it's ugly to lose like that. But they'll they'll be straight. And then the the Lions are just what the doctor ordered. So and for the Saints going forward, you, you feeling good, confident? Yeah, man. I, I mean, especially because people were telling me that the Falcons were a sleeper. So, <laughs> uh, the Sharps was telling me the, fa- the Falcons is a is a don't sleep on the Falcons. They got a good football team. Um, that's false. So, can they I mean, push, can they push Tampa in that division? Um, what's push me? Push like push for a wild card. Is, is Tampa is Tampa, <laughs> is Tampa Tampa's a lock to win that division, right? Yeah, bro. It looks it looks that way. Okay. Yeah, defense looks look kind of shaky though. 
Yeah, it did. It did. But Defense I think, looked very yo, shaky. Yo, listen. I think Tampa's D looked a little shaky. I also think the Cowboys' offense is really fucking elite. And I think Dak Prescott is elite. We've been saying, we've been screaming that shit forever. Mm-hmm. So, like, yo, first game of the year, you playing Dak in a really, really good offense that has a ton of talent. Uh, yeah, like, let, like, let, when I, I bet, I put it like this, I bet you Tampa's D looks a little better against the Falcons. You know what I'm saying? So I think I think the Cowboys are gonna be putting up points all year. I've been saying that. Go look at I, I, I got to share some videos. I mean, I, yo, I love Dak, man. Yeah, Dak looked great. Any any questions about him being hurt or whatever it might be? He that. looked he looked great. None of look, that. Look look phenomenal. Yeah, man. Um, let's move over. Do we want do we want to cross off this Falcons talk real quick? Let's just update. I put it on Twitter, Twitter the other day. Update: The Atlanta Falcons are still trash. Thirty-two yeah, to six we, we at home. Be- we should probably talk about it real quick just to show Jalen Hurts some love because I've been yeah. hating on fam. So I would you have been you have been like the, the biggest Jalen Hurts can't I throw the ball. Been. I, I I've been. never been on it. To come out week one at home with the Atlanta Falcons, new coaching staff, like you said, some hype coming into the season, the arrival of Kyle Pitts, the chosen one. I said Jay, the other day, I, Sharp, I said the other day they should just strip everything down and build around Kyle Pitts. Strip it, uh, <laughs> strip it down, just trade, build around Kyle Pitts. How can we maximize his talents? To come out like that and delay a complete egg and score two field goals is just absurd. Yeah, absurd. Uh, but on the flip side, like you said, Jalen Hurts comes out twenty-seven to thirty-five, two hundred sixty-four yards, three touchdowns on the road. We talked about it. This is a guy who essentially is playing to not get replaced, right? The Eagles got a ton of first-round picks next year or over the next couple years, um, have not committed to him long-term in any any shape or form. And everybody kind of just thinks he's a transition-year quarterback. Let's see what we got here. Um, for him to come out like that and have that type of performance, hey, Yo, he's a winner. Salute. He's a salute. winner. Yeah. Yo, Mike, speaking of my guy, Mikey Salito, who was just on the comments, he hit me with a text, and he was trying to get me to take the Jalen Hurts over passing yards prop. It was like 220, I think, or something like that. I'm like, bro, I ain't touching that shit. He looked good. And and he was dead on. He went for 264, three touchdowns. So, yeah, man, I I, I didn't watch that game, so I don't want to – I can't dive too, too much into it. Like, I went back and watched uh, Saints-Packers. Yeah. But all I know is that in our pick because we got – you know, the homies got the pick I'm I was on the Falcons in every pick I have. I fell Me into, too. I fell into the fucking Falcon the 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 fucking Falcons trap again every yeah. year. I they are they are like a team that's like it always sounds like. In, let me paraphrase that. In the first quarter of the season, it always sounds like a good idea to take the Atlanta Falcons because you're always like, well, yeah, they, they should win this Better game. Quarterback, yeah, yeah, they're not going to come out and stink. New coaching staff, Calvin Ridley, you know, good young receiving court. Man, they suck. They are whack, bro. I'm, whack. I'm, 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 I'm way, 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 way off them. Yo, I, I do want to touch this next though because I think this is interesting. Let's talk Cardinals, Titans, Kyler Murray, and the Titans are also supposed to be a juggernaut in the AFC. Am I correct? I told you. So this is this is it for Derrick Henry. I, I, I was legitimately concerned about Derrick Henry coming in this year. You put up the stats about the people who go over 370 carries. He's done it back-to-back the last two years. Usage rate, insane. Um, at some point, something's got to give, and that happens with running back. And, and let's be honest here. Their defense has been shaky. Defense is very shaky. Been shaky. Ryan Tannehill is okay, but let's not act like Ryan Tannehill's elite and he's taking you over the hump. No, and man, people been trying. No, hold on. People been trying to tell me Tannehill is a beast. That, then they're crazy, and they don't watch the film. Go watch the <laughs> go watch the film. We tell you every year. I think that they are the, they were the shakiest contender coming into this year for me, because so much relied on them being able to do one thing well. And that one thing that they do well, you're worried about this year because they've done it so much over the last two years, and that's run the football through Derrick Henry. Like, it's just it, – it's nothing against Henry. It's nothing against them. It's just that's that's the way it works. When you have a running back that touches the ball that much over the last two years, there's naturally going to be some regression in year three. Not get it. It's only one game. They weren't able to do anything running the ball in game one. Maybe he'll bounce back in, in the second week. But they rely so much on that. That if it's not working, they can't do anything, and their defense is so bad that you end up with a result like Sunday. And Kyler Murray was doing whatever he wanted, video game shit, which 
He is a problem. Um, he's a problem. Was this is this year three or four for Kyler Murray? This is year three, year right? Three. Yeah. And so I think he he started he started it last year in the beginning half. Remember the first half of the year last year, they were lights out. Um, and then they kind of fell apart. But you would naturally expect him to take this leap in year three. I think he looked comfortable. Um, again, he could do whatever he wants. He's super confident. He's got that same escapability like Lamar, but way better throwing uh throwing motion, throwing arm, whatever you want to call it, more accuracy. Um, he's scary, man. And no play is over with him out there. He's just so he's, – he's like a little weasel. He can just uh, slither out of things. Lamar needs to go holler at him. Yeah, real talk. Real shit. Because, uh, like, Kyler doesn't necessarily have any physical tools that are better than Lamar's. If not – if anything, they're a little worse. Maybe not arm strength, but like at least on on, on the feet wise. Yeah, he's not a low, he's not he's not the runner that Lamar is, but it's right. close. But man, bro, he looks for how little he is too. He looks man, he's just doing his thing. Shout yeah. out Kyler Murray, absolutely. Now I, I'm gonna I'm not even gonna I'm not gonna go down the line because we did talk about Derrick Henry. We we talked about the the regression that was happening. I put up a video on it. Go check it out at No Ketchup Pod on Instagram. It's on there. We talked about. Derrick Henry just can't keep this up. I don't care how big he is. I don't care how physical he is. This is still the NFL, and you're still taking lots and lots of punishment every single week. You're not going to be able to keep putting up 50, 150 yards every week. It's just not going to happen. Now, I'm Especially go- if you're not making them pay in the passing game at all, right. which, they, which they're not. Right. I'm going to go I'm gonna go a little bit off of – because am I a Tannehill believer? He's okay. He's solid. I love A.J. Brown. I obviously love Julio just because I think he's always been a stud and just needs to get the just get him the rock. There's always there's always issues about him getting the rock in the end zone, all types yeah, of shit. Yeah. I'm a big AJ Brown fan. So I think they have weapons. Am I a big Tannehill guy? Not really, but he'll, nope. he's solid. I'm gonna go the other way. Maybe Arizona is legit like the real deal. The defense looked great. Chandler Jones like, had five sacks. I'm going to tell you this. If they can play just a little bit of D, Kyler is going to put up some points. Absolutely. He showed that last year. He showed that in week one. He had four. Listen to his line, bro. 21 of 32, four touchdowns on 289. Like, come and, on. And another one on the ground. Yeah. Exa- oh, I didn't even see. I didn't even know that. He had yeah, another one on the ground. Yeah, okay, another bro, one on the like, ground. I mean, the the man is there. The DeAndre Hopkins trade will always not be ridiculous. It's a thievery. The fact that he's on that roster is ridiculous. <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's absurd. Yeah. It's so, absurd that they traded DeAndre Hopkins. The Houston so, Texans. Crazy that you gave Kyler Murray exactly what he was looking for. Again, another go figure. You got a young quarterback surrounded with talent. They did it in Buffalo. They did it in Arizona. Makes sense. But yeah, man, Arizona got some got some tools, got some talent on D. Shout and we're not going to ignore John Jones either. Five sacks, Buda Baker, Isaiah Simmons. Like they yeah, do Chandler got some. Jones, yeah, they got some, no, John Jones. Yeah, Chandler Jones. Um, yeah, shout, I know. Shout out John Bone Jones. Yeah. Um, yeah, Isaiah Simmons, Buda Baker. Like they they were making plays all over the field on defense. Um, so much so that left tackle Taylor Luan of the Tennessee Titans came out with the softest tweet so far, the 2021 season. Look, bro, you got beat. Just go ahead and keep it moving. Yo, Coming tell, on Twitter. Tell and the, Tell the people about that. Yeah, so I, I and I retweeted this and said this was the softest shit I've ever seen. But essentially, after John Jones beat him for five sacks, he went on Twitter and was like, I got my ass kicked today. I've got to be better. Thank you, uh, thank you, Chandler Jones, for – what did he say? Like, thank you, Chandler Jones, for, for showing me that I need to get better. It's like, dog, this is so fucking soft. Yeah, like just go, so soft. Just go, go, go. Get better throughout the week. You want to make some tweet about it. It's almost like he knew his mentions would be burning up, so he wanted to get ahead of it. Yeah, like ran to his locker room after the game. Like, <laughs> let me fire this tweet off before my mentions are on fire because I got my ass kicked for three and a half hours today. That shit was soft as hell. Yeah, super soft. So um, for those who don't know, Nick is talking about the starting tackle for the for the Titans. Yeah. That got smoked out for five sacks by ten. For five sacks, so, yo, just keep it moving, man. Take your helmet and your shoulder pads off. Go back to the locker. Keep it moving. Go home. Get better. Um, so yeah, no, the Cardinals look great, but I don't. I'm. They're another one of those teams though where you could be fooled by them again. They looked really good to start the year last year and then kind of fell apart. I still am not a Cliff Kingsbury believer at all. 
Um, so we'll just kind of see where this goes. But look, man, we can only go off that one game, and, and they look really good. And Kyler Murray looks like year three is going to be special. Yeah. What was the early? What were the MVP lines on Kyler Murray? You probably could have got some good value on him before the year. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense. He's one of those guys that like could plus twenty five hundred or some shit like he, that. He 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 has MVP type talent, obviously, because you know they're always looking for somebody who statistically is doing crazy shit. And he just might get a shit ton of touchdowns this year. That, dude, but that, dog, that NFC West is fucking murderers. It's a gauntlet, yeah. So it that's the only thing about them is, man, they're going to be in a lot of battles. They're going to be getting beat up quite a bit. Is it possible so, to put four in the playoffs? No, it's not impossible, but it's difficult to do. Okay. Um, well, there's two, well, there's two wild. Well, no, is it? Can you do it? A division winner plus two wild, two wild card teams or three? I don't know. Well, they changed it. I don't know. Yeah. I'll look. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I want to look that up. But I think I want to say before the season started, I was looking and you could bet our can will four teams from any division make the playoffs, I think. So yeah, I don't know. We'll double check it. Cool. But um shout out Kyler Murray. He's electric. K1 doing his thing. Mm-hmm. Man, I almost don't even want to talk Steelers Bills. Because I've been, been talking so much shit about the Bills. <laughs> a Steelers but, a Steelers D. But um, yeah, let's let's go over there. Because I, I'm also very low on the Steelers as well. So it's yeah. like a double whammy for me. And I still am too. I mean, I thought that was a great win. Their defense looked great. I don't I don't necessarily trust Ben Roethlisberger um throughout 16 games at this point, but man, you, you gotta take it to their defense. TJ Watt and those boys, he got his money. Marched in the marched in the office, signed his own deal. Said, "Hey, look, I'm done with the negotiation." You hear that story? Yeah. I guess no, his agent was no, agent no. was trying to get more money. Yeah, so his agent was trying to get more money, and T.J. Watt was like, "Man, fuck this!" Walked into Rooney's office, was signed the deal, and said, "I'm going to work out." Oh, like that he was trying to like nickel and dime. Yeah, and he's like, I'm, "I'm I'm not dealing with this, man. This is a lot of money. It was like four years, 120 million. He's like, this is more than enough money." Um, signed his deal. I was like, "All right, I gotta go work out." He was um, trying to get more than that. His agent was trying to get more, and TJ was like, "I'm not. We're good. Don't worry about it. We're good here. Yeah, we're, good like, here. we're fine here. I just want to play. <laughs> no, um, Dennis, no Dennis Schroeder here. Yeah, we're not going to do that, man. And obviously, that wasn't going to happen with TJ Watt because he's a fucking monster. But uh, man, just looking at the way their defense played on Sunday, if they can play D like that all year, they have a chance. And you're going to it allow them to rely a little bit less on Ben Roethlisberger. Obviously, they got to get Najee Harris going." In that running game, but man, their defense came out and looked sharp. On the flip side, Buffalo needs to learn how to run the football. Like, I get that these teams all want to pass and, and and all that, but how many quarterbacks threw 50 attempts in week one? Jared Goff threw 50, Jared Allen threw 50. I think Dak had like 75 on Thursday. Like, yo, calm down, come out here, try to establish the run. Um, and I think that that's something you got to watch out for on Buffalo. Obviously, we're big Buffalo Bills fans here, but throwing the ball 51 times is never, never a good, a good recipe to win on Sundays, in my opinion. Yeah, Devin Singletary had 11 carries for 72 yards. Josh Allen had another nine carries for 44 yards. They had 117 on the ground, but but only 20 attempts. Yeah, 25, 25, 25 attempts. attempts. Yeah, it's interesting, man. I think. Well, look, Pittsburgh had a block punt late. I, I mean. The TJ Watt had the really strip good. sack. This yeah. is the only other game I went back and watched because I'm super – I watched this, I watched Saints, and I watched the Bears on Sunday night, obviously, and I watched Thursday night, Dak, and those guys. But I was traveling. Um, shout out my guy Fish. He got married in, in Montana, so I was out there. So I missed a, a good chunk in the middle. But oh, – It was plus 3,500 for Murray. Why are we not on that now? Yeah, that was – I mean, it dog. The MVP, bro. Yeah, I guess after your after your Russell Wilson uh, extravaganza last year, you're probably out, huh? Sean, Sean, Sean was just adding money every week to Russell yeah, Wilson. I MVP literally out. added money every week to Russell Wilson MVP. And, and kept telling us like, "What are y'all doing, man? It's a lock. It's a lock." For like the first six or seven weeks, and then all of a sudden, it just the wheels fell off. Yo, I, it's so crazy about real, a tangent, real quick. When the media starts to get rolling on an MVP campaign or a, a or a um like a Heisman campaign, that shit is a runaway train, bro. Like, Russell was the man locked in for the MVP, 
and all of a sudden he had a bad game. They're like, actually, we're going to switch the narrative. We're going to go uh, Rodgers or Mahomes. How about Rodgers? Yeah. Yeah. How about Rodgers? How about we give it to Rodgers? And then <laughs> that's it. The, the NBA is the worst at that. The NBA, the MVP is decided in the very, very early. NBA's MVP is decided at the end of the previous season. Yeah. It's, I remember like Luca was like, it was like a foregone conclude. Like all Luca had to do was not, or Dallas had to be decent. For him to win it this year, and then and unfortunately they weren't, so he didn't. But if they had won like fifty five games, he was was a lock. It was easy. I I got to see if Luca in shape before I put up any uh, any he, type of money on yeah, him. Yeah, I don't anything. think so. He saw him at the pool, man. He's looking doughy. He be chilling, man. Yeah, big okay. chilling. Ain't nobody stop him though. Yeah. <laughs> except for the fourth, except for the fourth quarter. He, yeah, the fourth quarter stops. <laughs> he just stops last, his ass real quick. That last frame. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, back to the back to the Bills. Listen. It is tough to throw. Have to throw it fifty-one. Times. Fifty-one times. It's just not. A, it's not a recipe for. It's and I get like they're a high-powered offense, but man, you threw it fifty-one times. You only put up sixteen points. Obviously, something's not working. Yeah, I feel that. But that, like, like I said, they were at home. Allen had twenty-one incompletions. That's the the second highest um, after Lawrence down in Jacksonville. Trevor Lawrence. So. He, I don't that think like, he'll that have was that him. Him. That was that himbo sneaky stat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You saw that, dude. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought yeah, it was yeah. golf. I was like, I guess Jared golf on that, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Trevor Lawrence had the most incompletions, but uh, Allen was second. So we'll see what they do next week, man. I'm still on the Bills train. For sure. They, they're, too, they're too good for it to look like that forever. They're, next week, they're at the Dolphins minus three. Sign me up. Yeah, easy. Sign me up for that. Huge so, bounce back spot right there. You talk yeah. about bounce back spots, huge yeah. bounce back spot. They're gonna come yeah. out there and do their thing. Buffalo is still a legitimate contender. No week one panic on them. So yeah. your your week one panic is a no on Buffalo so far. A no on the Packers. Yeah. Okay. Yes yeah. on the Falcons. Done. We've already crossed them well, off. Nah, we, yeah. If if we even had to discuss that. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> cool. but yeah, bro. So. What else you want to touch on before we can we can get into some some overall storylines on, on rookie quarterbacks and, and that type of thing? Uh what else impressed me? Um shout out Teddy Two Gloves. Yeah, shout out Teddy Two Gloves. Teddy cover him up. The Broncos are not the Broncos are nobody to sneeze at. They could they can nice really defense. Solid. Yeah, nice the defense, defense nice killing. playmakers. Bridgewater won't he won't wow you, but he won't make a lot of mistakes. Yo, Von Von Miller is back. Von is back. He, he never left. He felt like playing. He's been he's been chilling the last couple of years. He'd be on yeah. Khalil Mack. Um, Russ Wilson, great game for Seattle on Sunday. Obviously, September Russ. September Russ, still the king of the deep ball. So we definitely got to give some credit there. But let's with, with them, you got to see how it goes throughout the year. Because last year they started off on fire and then really fell off for the second half of the year. Um man, are we gonna talk about Urban? Yeah, let's do that. Urban Urban Meyer and the Jacksonville Jaguars. So why don't you go over that report that you had posted? Because I thought that was interesting. I hadn't really seen that. Yeah, so the report I saw on Urban Meyer was he's already off the rails, essentially. Going crazy over preseason games? He, he can't. Listen, he is a lifer college football coach that controls kids. Literally. Listen, you gotta you gotta realize and, and step back and think about college ball. Literally, these coaches are handpicking players throughout the country who the they best. like the, the best. best. Like I like this dude. Uh, he'll fit the he'll fit the Ohio State way, right? Especially when you're at big brands like Florida exactly. and Ohio State. The Florida way, right? Uh, whatever. He's a Gator. Da 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 da. He's hand selecting these dudes that he knows will either perform in a certain spot that he wants to put them in or he likes their character or how they respond to certain things whatever this that and the third he's used to controlling every single thing when people are showing up when they're leaving when they're eating all that shit right you're the most powerful man on campus you're more powerful than the university president you are the man in the state state. you're the governor the governor all that Everybody's looking at you like, yes, where do we go? Jump how high type shit. Yes. And hey, and we know that Urban Meyer doesn't have a lot of patience. No. He's shown that in multiple different aspects. Kind of an asshole. Yes. When he when he leaves spots or whatever is health, but Urban Meyer's is patience is not 
of virtue over there. So the report came out and, and basically said he's off the rails. He's scre- he, he, he can't contain himself. They lose a preseason game. He's all over people. And it just sounds like he doesn't know how to run an NFL football team. This is the quote. He has everyone. This is on Urban Meyer. This is an anonymous quote, by the way. So you already know how that goes. He has everyone looking over their shoulders already, said one source with direct knowledge of the daily operation in Jacksonville. He becomes unhinged way too easily, and he doesn't know how to handle losing. Even in the preseason, he loses, and he wants to take over the drills himself. It's not good. Right, which means – so that's obviously coming from assistant coaches who feel like – and he's stepping on his assistant coach's toes at that point in time, right? Like the NFL – The take over my drill shit. Right. And a defensive coordinator in the NFL is a little bit different than a defensive coordinator in college. Like these are people that have their own job, their own their own little situation here. And they don't need Urban Meyer coming in here, taking over tackling drills and saying, you're not doing this right. You're dealing with professionals who have been in the league for a while, who he should really be leaning on and figuring out how the league works. Because like you said, he has no NFL head coaching experience. And also you're walking to a situation, the Jacksonville Jaguars, which are a losing organization. So on one hand, I kind of see it. Because he's used to excellence, and now you're walking into a franchise that's essentially the laughing stock of the NFL and has yeah, been bro, for a long time. Think? So there's probably some bad habits there. But at the same time, this isn't college, man. This isn't Ohio State. You can't kick and scream and get your way trying to fire folks. He's already telling people that their jobs are on the line. You haven't even played a game yet. Like, it, it, it's it's crazy. So, I mean, I, it doesn't surprise me at all. I never thought this was going to go well. Um, I was listening to Josh McCown yesterday on the Jay Cutler podcast randomly. And he was talking about how he had heard a lot of bad things over there. So, like, it's already in league circles. Now guys aren't going to want to go play there. And, look, guys left college to not play for college coaches anymore, period, point blank. And you see it happen with these college coaches who are, like, these overlords, these Sabins and guys like that. It's just it doesn't work well with what they want to do. That's why Saban will never come back to the National Football League. That's why Coach K never came to the NBA. It's just a different situation. And if your thing is all about control, right, and fear or whatever it is that you use to motivate, that's just not going to work in the league. Guys are going to be like, hey, man, I got my contract. I got my deal. Like, fuck you. I've been in the league longer than you. Um, So if you're already, like, berating your staff and you don't have these people on your side, like, how are you going to turn it around? And imagine the environment that's creating for a young quarterback, too. Like, that kind of dysfunction. 100%. I think he – I heard a couple people say on TV, and I agree with them, that he was he's kind of running this shit like he got his homie Tim Tebow coming to play tight end. Cool, bro. Come on in. Bringing he's in got, people with uh sexual assault. What was it the yeah. buddy duty brought in sexual yeah. oh, I don't not a big deal, whatever. He, I'm Urban yeah. Meyer. He's just hiring people, not doing any any background vetting. But you know what? That's what you do when you're at Ohio State. You just bro, do whatever you do want. Do whatever you want. That's it. And doesn't so, work that way in the league. Doesn't work that way. There's a hierarchy. The answer to people in the NFL. Exactly. Like there's no there's no GM in, in in college football. There's no owner. There's no like player hierarchy like that. Like even his big biggest big players that he's ever coached in the world, Tim Tebow, Justin Fields, you name it, they couldn't look at Urban Meyer sideways at all because he still holds their future in his hands for that very moment. So and I'm gonna tell you this, and, and we've talked about this before as well. It's actually an amazing deal for Urban Meyer because he got he just got a big ass contract from Jacksonville. Yeah. Yep. He'll 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 probably figure out a way to wiggle out, and then he'll go get a big ass deal at USC at USC or some other big hey, ass college ball. Someone tweeted okay. last night: Is he is he going? To, is he leaving for USC tonight or in the morning? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like because that if if I'm and if I'm Urban Meyer, I'm looking at that. I'm like, okay, I could probably ride out this Jacksonville thing for one year, have a backdoor agreement with USC, and go be the coach there because that's where you need to go be. Go somewhere at USC where they're desperate to get back to winning and you can do whatever the hell you want to and have your pick of the litter of West Coast players. But it's not going to work in Jacksonville if this is going to be the case. I wouldn't be surprised if it's a one-year deal. And double dip and make six and a half mil per Exactly. He'll find a way. He's he's snaked out of situations before. Oh, he flat out just leaves. He don't snake out. He he blames on his – no, my heart hurts. My heart hurts too much for Florida, but it's good enough for Columbus. (laughs) Yo, <laughs> my heart, my chest is tight down here yeah. in Florida. But it seems to open up here, up here in Columbus. You know what, man? Actually, now that I've been in Ohio a couple of years, my heart <laughs> and, and, and shit's about to hit the fan. My heart doesn't feel right. 
I'm going to go over to Bristol and ESPN for a couple of years. But all of a sudden, Jacksonville opens up with Trevor Lawrence. Man, my ticker feels great. I got a clean bill of health. I'm great. Loose now. Oh, my God. I've been on the Peloton. <laughs> and I'm feeling great. <laughs> and now, guess what? His heart ain't going to feel right. Duval. Duval. And his shit's going to feel you great in Pasadena. You should <laughs> tighten up a little hey, bit. I need, I need that California air quality, man. I don't know what it is, man. My cardio <laughs> my cardio is at risk. So he'll, he'll, he'll sneak out, man. If the reports are like that early. And here's the thing. Here's what they say. Winning cures everything, and that team ain't going to win this year. So yeah. it's not like they're going to have a chance to turn around those vibes. Those vibes are only going to get worse. That's a bad ball club with not a lot of talent, and you're trying to work in a rookie quarterback who's not going to be able to carry you to too many victories. Yeah. I. I it's it's just, not going to get better. It's the patience yeah. thing. Yeah. I, I just don't think he has the patience to lock in like that for three, four years. And, and to deal with the losing. Turn it around. Yeah. And how many games has he lost? How many football games has Urban Meyer lost over the last 10 years? Like, let's keep it real. How many? He's going to lose more games probably, this year. Probably like 10 or 12. Yeah. He, 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 he might lose. He will lose more games this year than he's lost over the last 10 years of coaching. If you're not used to dealing with that, if you've never had to rebuild, right? He didn't rebuild Ohio State. He just made them better. He didn't rebuild. Florida was a kind of a rebuild situation, but it's still the University of Florida and the SEC. You just got to go out and get the talent. You can't in the NFL just be like, I want that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy, that guy. Exactly. And they ain't coming to Jacksonville. They're definitely not coming over there if they feel like they have to deal with your ass this early. Like preseason games? Come on, man. Guys worried about their job? I mean, for the for the reports to be coming out this early, that's where it gets kind of spooky. It's like, bro. This is the first week of the season. That was out before kickoff. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And then they got their face beat in. Yeah. By the Texans. By the Texans. And and my man Tyrod Taylor. Shout out card, to Card-carrying member of the Black <laughs> Quarterback Club. So, like, yeah, you go out there, you lay an egg against the Texans. You're going to have a rookie quarterback again. You're going to have growing pains. It's a roster that definitely needs to be turned over. They went 1-15 last year. Like, this is going to take time. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think that's something that he's not trying to sit there and go build brick by brick and rebuild the Jacksonville Jaguars. He's used to coming into a situation and having success because he believes in himself that much. Go to SC, man. No one's going to blame you. You should just go to SC today. Yeah, no facts. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm just going to go. A, that's enough on Urban <laughs> Meyer. But yeah, that, but it's let's see how this unravels out there because. I could I could already Unravels see him, the right I could already see him laying in bed like man I need to get out to LA ASAP ASAP dude <laughs> So we'll see what happens yo we got to talk Chiefs Browns Oh yeah got oh, yeah. to because hey man say what you want Chiefs can't keep doing this shit bro playing from behind I, I just they apparently, just apparently apparently they can They no, no they can't Apparently to, they can talk to the Bucks. They can't, like they did. Like we're, I mean, we're talking long term, big, big time play. Like in the playoffs, that's a fucking L. Yeah, you unless, unless you're so, playing Bill O'Brien in the Texans and he's going for fake punts up twenty right. to nothing. But yeah, <laughs> so yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, I understand it's game one, but this shit goes back to last year, man. They were doing this shit last year, and I get the Browns are a really good football team, but. They can't keep going down and Huge. and getting beat up and 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 then being like, all right. Because yo, honestly, they don't win that game unless the Browns make a ton of mistakes and and, and essentially lay Huge mistakes too. You know what I'm saying? The the, so, fumb- the fumbled punt and the Baker interception are massive mistakes that brought the Chief that gave the Chiefs that ball game. The fumble punt, if he just punts that and you get a stop, the game, game is over. The game is over. You essentially gave them a touchdown. Yeah, you gave them a touchdown. You gave the Chiefs an extremely short field, and that was that. If, if, if he is able to hold on to that snap and they get a good stop, which they can do because the, the Browns' defense is good, like you said, yeah, they don't win that game. So I do agree with it in that, for sure. You can't you can't rely on that. You can't rely on miracles to win the game. You can't rely on – and I get it. You have the best quarterback, most talented quarterback we may have ever seen. Um, but you don't want to play like that. It's a dangerous way to play, especially yeah. as the teams get better, as guys start to not necessarily figure you out, but adjust to what it is that you're doing. Um, yeah, you can't you can't play like that. It's a dangerous Dog, way. They to were play. they were getting smoked, bro. The, the 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 Browns had 457 total yards. I mean, 300 yards passing, 153 on the ground. They're going for six yards a carry. Yeah, I mean, like. 
that that type of shit can't happen. Oh, and the Chubb fumble was huge. Yeah, the yeah. Chubb, yeah, the Chubb fumble, the the fumbled punt, and the Baker interception, and that was two touchdowns. The punt and the Chubb fumble gave you a short field that you scored two touchdowns on. You can't rely on that every week. I mean, like you just can't. No, they're yo the the Browns were four for four in the red zone, yeah. three for four on fourth down, like. They, I mean, they were outplaying them, and then they, then they just they browned it. They Cleveland Browns themselves out of the game, right? So to go back to our conversation about Baker Mayfield, can you get it done with Baker? I'm gonna tell you this: if you're if you're gonna give me 153 on the ground and four touchdowns, yeah, and we're, and, and Patrick Mahomes isn't on the other side of the field, right? Yeah, which, which he won't be for the next 16 games. Right. Yes. Like, you feel what I'm saying? So that was the question I put to you then. So if you're a Browns fan, right, and, like, they are talking yesterday on the show about get moral victories and stuff like that, like, obviously we don't we don't count those. But if you're a Browns fan, are you, like, head in your hands right now? Or are you like, yo, we just went toe-to-toe with a, a, a really good team at Arrowhead, and unfortunately because of some mistakes we lost, but we feel good? Or are you like, nah, the sky's falling? The no, same Browns. The sky's definitely not falling. We just went toe to toe on the road in Week One and and should have won the game. We killed. We lost it. We we lost the game ourselves. We turned it over and then smoked off a punt. I mean, listen, that the 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 messing up the punt shit. Just, it just doesn't happen that. That long. won't happen again. Just when it does, hey, it's always so colossal. Like no matter he, what, he will never do that again. Right, because like, he'll be at home. Yeah, he'll be at home on Monday if that happens again. And I don't care how how big his leg is. He will be at home on Monday. He might be at home to tomorrow to tomorrow with that shit. But yeah, <laughs> he will never do that again. Chubb, look, the, the the body of work for Nick Chubb speaks for itself. He doesn't, he doesn't put the ball on the either. ground like that. Yeah, it was just a bad bad mistake, dude. They said Nick Chubb averages ten yards a carry in the fourth quarter last year. What? Yes. That's what they said during the broadcast. Nick Chubb averaged 10 yards a carry in the fourth quarter last year. Just wear you down. <laughs> yeah. But, so, yeah. yeah. Like, again, we talk about they know what they want to do. Baker Mayfield was 21 of 28, 321. That's 11 and a half a throw. And he had one pick. And that pick Bad came pick. at the very, very end of the game. And he wasn't throwing the ball away either. I don't think so either. I yeah. don't want to hear Ro- that. Romo, Romo said that, and Orlovsky tried to back it up yesterday too. And I'm like, no, nah, that's just quarterback protecting quarterbacks. No, Romo was trying to <laughs> Romo was trying to, you know, hold the quarterback down and show some love. But I think he felt that pressure coming and he was just like, I, I need a completion, bro. And he threw the pick. Yeah, and but, Baker's arm is strong enough to get that out of bounds if that's where he's trying to go with it. Right. But before this. He's 21 of 28, 300 yards. Looking good. I mean, it's no mistakes, and we're going to run the shit out of the football. Talked about it. We, we talked about this multiple times with yeah. Cleveland Browns. And if you're them, that's what I'm saying. If you're them, 153 yards on the ground, six yards per carry, Baker looked good outside that one play, you should feel really good because we did exactly what we wanted to do. We did exactly what we wanted to do. Our defense played pretty well, all things considered. Like some of that Mahomes shit's just going to happen. Right, like, don't feel bad about not stopping Patrick Mahomes because he's literally only played one bad football game in his entire career, and it was in the Super Bowl. Hey man, that's I'm it. Tell you this, and the Browns tried to go one on one versus Tyreek Hill. Stop and it. He had 15 targets. Yeah, what are we doing? 11 catches for yeah. almost 200 hey, yards, 197 suck. yards. Remember we talked about it as our combination shit. Like, yo, just worry about him. Just man, just don't let him. Just don't let just him. Don't, like, listen, his long catch was 75 yards. You just don't just don't let that happen. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, let him get it to, to Kelsey over the middle for, for a few more. Still but, one of the craziest, another one of the crazy. Every week he makes one of the craziest throws you've ever seen, and that one was no exception. That was ridiculous. But just running threw, right, going over. Running right, through across his body on the run in full sprint. Yeah. In a full sprint to the right, he threw the ball to the left as a right-handed quarterback. It's, yeah, it's no. absolutely absurd. Pat did his thing 28 of 36, 337, three touchdowns. But the Browns are right there. The Browns are busting their ass. So, yeah. hey, man, let me talk to you about the little incident on the sideline. Oh, the, uh, the, the dude pushed the coach? Yeah. So, first off, do you think that's an ejection? And secondly, should the coach be reprimanded for that? Yes, it's an ejection because I think you just got to have a blanket rule on stuff like that. But I'm also reprimanding the coach. You you you, you don't become a part of the story like that. Do you have this? Good. No, I was just saying you should never be touching a player. Never, at never, all. never be touching a player at all. Yeah. No, I I get trying to pull people off your guy to get your guy up. You yeah. shouldn't be pushing people out the way or none of nah, that. No. Nah. 
Like that should have been a flag on Kansas City. Right. You ask if me. You, if you give it to it for coaches coming on the field when they're not supposed to be, that needs to be one hundred percent. At the same time, as a player, like it, it's it's a tricky situation. I think if you're the NFL, you just have a blanket rule on stuff like that. But yeah, both both should be reprimanded. A hundred percent. Was he a, what, what kind of was he a positional coach? Quality control assistant. Coach. Okay. He, he looked like, I, I don't know. I don't He's know. Who guy. He is. Yeah. But you know the 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 guys that are usually that close to the field. Usually got a little bit of a little bit of juice. A little bit of juice, yeah. A little bit of juice. Yeah, so, unless, unless he's just grabbing towels and shit. Yeah, unless you <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, but then he wouldn't have the heart to be that involved. To be that involved, yeah. He might be a strength and conditioning guy, something like that. Who knows? But yeah, no, nah, it, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah. So all right, man. Anything else before we get into these the these early early look picks? Anything else you wanna show show Who, love to? Any rookie quarterback that you uh who was your rookie quarterback that impressed you? Mac Jones? Justin Fields. In his five plays. Justin Fields. His misdirections. Um, I liked I liked Mac. Hey, look, I thought the little kid in uh little kid on the Jets, man. He's got a lot of heart. He's out there running around. That team is fucking awful. <laughs> he's playing with no talent at all. Um yeah, obviously I they mean, lost, but I I I mean, if you're trying to pull some stuff away, I thought he looked fine. Mac Jones is exactly what I expect him to be. They'll start winning those games. Um, oh, I think you, he'll be did fine. You, did you see them offer him his first touchdown pass ball and he wouldn't take it? No. He's, he's like, like, no, I don't want he, to. He, he lost. He like, he, like, looked up and was run, like, running to the sideline, and they were trying to hand him the ball, and he was, like, swatting the ball away. Like, no, this is Patriot. I'll have many more touchdowns. He's like, look, I'm from Bama, man. I'm not going to fucking take a ball after a loss. Um, yeah, so I, I think, you know – he looked good. Obviously, I would have liked to have seen Justin Fields a little bit more. We talked about that. We're not even going to talk about these boys. So it's really between Wilson, Lawrence, and uh, Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones, solid. Solid, man. Bill's comfortable as hell with dude. I can tell you that Bro, right now. Yes, he really is. <laughs> He's very comfortable with him as his quarterback he, he, and he, has he, no worries. Like, this, is, this is what I'm used to. This is what I want. He's getting ready to mold this buddy for the next dozen. Yeah, it is going to be fine. And he's already in midseason. Did you see? You hear him on the mic? No, he's not. What he was just sounded like a professional. Oh, dude, I got I, I got to do better. Like, you know, he's just, yeah. just he's already patriot way fully, fully indoctrinated. Yeah, he's fully he's fully locked in. So it's uh, <clears throat> it's crazy to see. All right, um, go ahead. Real quick though, is yeah. there anything in week one that you saw? I know we talked about the Packers. Is there anything you saw in week one that 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 you know is false? That you know anything won't last, in, that won't keep up. Anything I said, Green. I said the Packers struggles again. I think they're going to turn that around. But anything you think, anybody that might have played outside of their outside of their ability, outside or of their brain, any quarterback that's like, no, that's not who you are. Um, Is it the Steelers I D. It was, I thought it was really interesting that the Lions put up thirty three points. I know a lot of it was on the Garbage. back end of the game. Yeah, but for for a team that is, everyone was pretty much saying has no chance to do anything. You can't even they, name five players on that roster. Yeah, like, they, yeah, they put up some points on on the 49ers. So I thought that was interesting, but I don't think that'll that'll keep up. Um the Texans are shit. You don't have so to worry about them doing that's false? That the rest of the week. That's big false. Okay. Uh and the and the, did you hear the coaches? Are we expected to win the game? He came out and he was like doing all that huffing and puffing and yeah, shit. Yeah, right. But yeah, that's false. I think a lot of this shit like I think the Giants are bad. I, a lot of this stuff was was what you expected. Kinda. I mean, I think the Bills' like, offense, the Bills' the offensive struggles. Yeah, Bengals. I didn't expect the Bengals to win. I didn't expect um, the Texans to win. I didn't expect the Steelers to win. So I wouldn't say it's 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 it went as I'm I expected. But yeah, to answer your question, I'll go with the Lions scoring thirty plus points. You just think that's that's false. And dude, the fucking Texans scored 37 points. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So yeah, nah, big points in week one. All right, but on that same note, let's get into week two. What did you call it, Nick? The Tuesday preview? Tuesday morning better. So instead Tuesday. of Monday, instead of Monday morning quarterback, we got the Tuesday morning better. <laughs> way, yeah. way too early looks at lines for the week coming up before we know anything, before we know the injury report, before we know anything about anything. Uh, what what stuck out to you? You can either go with a player prop. 
You can go with the over under. You can go with the money out, line. Yeah, I'm not touching any props. Or you can just go with the straight up line. I, I got mine. I'm yeah, taking uh, Arizona Cardinals laying three and a half at home to the Minnesota Vikings. This to me is stone cold. Let you me play said, a you block. The car, you going back to the well? Cardinals yeah, are- absolutely. At home? <laughs> look, man, you get three points just for being at home, right? So you mean to tell me that the Cardinals are only a half a point better than the Minnesota Vikings? Yo, you see what you. happens when teams go out there early in the year, man. Everybody's kicking it, having a good time in Scottsdale. They come out on Sunday flat. Let me and tell the Minnesota Vikings are fraud, Jew, Lent. Every year, mediocre. Yeah, they 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 are the definition of a mediocre They're squad. just a mediocre ball club. I don't think there's any chance. They lost to the fucking Bengals. I don't think there's any chance they go up there and have a competitive game in the desert. No way. No shot. Something. Let me tell y'all something about Nick. There was one year where I think – in our pick'em league, he took the Cardinals every home game, no matter every what the line was. Yeah, I think I covered like nine of them too. <laughs> yeah, Big Nick the Quick loves the Cardinals at the crib. Love so, it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not mad at that. You want to just go one, and I'll go one. Yeah, who you got? So that's Yo. my that's my lock. So we're gonna keep a tally on this. So I got Cardinals three and a half, and it's okay. Tuesday Lions. I'm going off FanDuel, but you just go off yours. How you many got. games are we gonna pick? I just had that one. We you can go for one? another. Okay. You want to do two? No, we could. Do, I'm, I was look. I was already talking about this yesterday. I'll give you. How about this? I'll I'll give you a, a a few games, and then I'll take you. I'll tell you which one I like the most. Oh yeah, give me your yeah, give me your one. I'm gonna tell you this. I I looked yesterday, maybe even Sunday night or Monday morning. The Giants on Thursday night were getting four and a half. It's all the way down to three. So I think the Giants are in an interesting spot. No Fitzpatrick. They're going to play Heineke? Is that his name? Heineke. On, on the Redskins? Start a playoff game. Dude, the total is 40 and a half. That's going to be a low scoring <laughs> game. If you're going to give me at – at one point they were trying to give me four and a half. It's now at three. You could put that in a little teaser and, and, and make your way. I like the Giants. I would take the Giants getting three on uh, on Thursday. Thursday night football, you know how that shit goes. Yep. Give me the my, – my, my, favorite, my favorite bet is the Buffalo Bills minus three. At Miami, I don't. I'm. I like I think, that too. I don't. I just don't think Miami's going to be able to put up enough points. I think they have a lot of D, and they they do play D. But listen, they played a rookie quarterback in his first start, and they were getting ready to lose the game, and had a massive fumble from the yeah. Patriots to to lock that up um, on Sunday. So my best bet: give me Buffalo minus three. If you want to get some early action in the week, uh, give me that. Two is still shaky. What's up? Two is still shaky. Two, two is still shaky. No, he's 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 a second year quarterback. He's he like you know what I'm saying. His numbers are going to look like nineteen of twenty seven, one ninety eight, two fifteen. Like yeah, that's what yeah. it is. So also, I'm gonna tell you this: whatever the Packers team total is, it's not out yet. Take that. Take the they're, take the they're, over. They're gonna score thirty five points at home against Detroit on Monday Night Football. They might score 28 points in the first half. That, that That's what that's going to look like. So, yeah. But give me the Bills minus three and um, go ahead and make some money on that. Cool. So, you got Bills minus three. I got Cardinals minus three and a half. What do you think about the Texans getting 12 and a half points going to Cleveland? I Coming off of a win. I wouldn't. What? You think I'm going to take the Texans? <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I just saw that, I just saw I that mean, number. Big- I thought that number was too big. It's, it's a, a crazy big, it's a crazy week two number. It's a big number, but then look at the to, the totals only 48 too. Yeah, so like they're yeah. saying they're they're saying the Texans score what? <laughs> it's 30, 31 to 7. Yeah, 31 to 14. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I mean, put like this, it's it might be a big number, but I'm definitely not looking at taking the Titans or the the Texans. I'm Fair enough. I'll right, so, steer away if anything. So Sean's on Buffalo. I'm and, on the Cardinals. We'll keep a tally of this throughout the week. It's 17 games, so we won't have a tie. Let's do it. And in that and in that same breath, I mean, Tampa Bay giving Atlanta 12. Yeah, I saw that. So, yeah, man, sign me up. Sign oh, me it doesn't matter. They'd be giving Atlanta 115. I'm not, I'm not touching the Falcons. They'll find a way to fuck it up. Yeah, sign me up for, for all that. So, But, yeah, man, it'll be interesting. Week one is in the books. Week two is is on the way. We're going to try to get somebody Thursday for a little no-catch-up fast food. We're going to try to find a, a – Oh, a no, 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 keep, uh, no, keep no. the wraps. 
We're gonna, we're gonna try to find a Bengals fan. You know who was at uh Bengals Vikings? Shout out D Mayberry. He usually listens. He went to his second NFL game on Sunday. Why do you go to Bengals Vikings? Is he a is he a, a Vikings fan? Bro. Is he a Vikings fan? Mayberry a Vikings fan, dog. Is Mayberry from Minnesota? Mayberry's from Oklahoma. And okay. he actually I, I dude, I got some grub with Mayberry the other day, and his I asked him why he was a Vikings fan. The reason he's a Vikings fan is because he was he's from this super small town in Oklahoma, and they had a wide receiver from their town go play for the Vikings. Fair so he's enough. like, I'm rocking with the Vikings, and he's rocked with them with them ever since. Uh, it must be nice to be able to like pick a team not based on geography and be stuck with a team that that's solid that, but- that kills you every year. I mean, not that the Vikings are solid, but it's like we're we have to be Bears fans, and it's just it's not cool. it's not cool man it's not cool it's not cool man so much rather be somewhere else yeah so i think uh this saints a a couple interest real real quick saints panthers is interesting that's that's a four point line yeah bears at home minus three is interesting like you already know how they get down at the crib too all of a sudden, the defense looks better. All types of crazy shit start happening. So the Bears minus three is Colts getting four at home. Yeah, there's a lot of interesting and, and it's not like the Rams. I mean, the Rams offense made huge plays the other day, but for a lot of the game, they they weren't doing a ton. So I think that the Colts getting points at home is very very interesting because people love the Colts apparently, yeah. allegedly. So. But yeah, man, we'll leave it there. No catch up sports talk via Chicago. Make sure you subscribe everywhere, man. Lock in with us. iTunes, YouTube, Spotify. Me and Big Nick the Quick gonna try to get as much content out as possible. We've been grinding out, you know, regular jobs and, and content over here. So make sure you rock with us. Tell a homie to tell a homie to tell a friend. No catch up. For Big Nick the Quick, no catch up. Sports talk via Chicago. We out of here.